you guys. I'm so excited. Today, I'm going to be talking with Becky Rappenchuk, uh, the founder of cleanmama.com. Uh, cleaning is something that I love, but I also despise. So I am so excited for this conversation. Becky, also known as Clean Mama, knows how to clean quickly and effectively and wants you to know her secrets. This wife and mom of three kids and two dogs, former art teacher and a pro mess cleaner upper is now a three times author with a fourth book coming out in December of 2020 and natural cleaning and home keeping expert. She consults brands and has been featured in methods such as real simple Martha Stewart, apartment therapy, kitchen, Midwest living parrots and style, good housekeeping, better home and gardens, mother earth living and more. Becky is most widely known for clean mama cleaning routine, but she would rather be known as the person that helps you figure out how to get and keep your home clean in just a couple minutes a day. You can find her at cleanmama.com and socially at cleanmama. You can follow her methods and stick around because they work. Becky, welcome. I'm so excited. Thanks. I'm so excited to be here with you. I mean, I think there's people that either love cleaning or hate cleaning. So I'm assuming you're a, you're you're someone that loves cleaning, right? I do. I like truly enjoy it. <laughs> well, let me say this. Like I grew up um, with a mother that cleaned houses. Mm. So at the age of six, I was going with my mother and helping her. I was the vacuumer and the trash taker outer. So I love and appreciate a clean house because I grew up needing, you know, that being a routine and that being an environment that I thrived in, but I hate cleaning. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. <laughs> Well, if you were forced to do it (laughs) at the age of six. (laughs) And you know, the thing is, is I, looking back, I don't think I was really forced. I just have always been kind of like a, I don't know, a go-getter, like doer. And so I just kind of chose it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was never really forced. But now that I'm like, I'm older, I'm like, I don't want to clean my house. Like, I'll keep it cleaned up. I'll have routines. But I am a big believer in like, you know, whatever you're not your core strengths are, or you could be taking away, like outsource that. So for me, my treat is I outsource and having someone come in and help do those nitty gritty stuff that uh, I feel like I did for years, um, helping my mother. Um, so I'm interested to, to chat with you talking about all these different things, but I want to kind of back up and I want to ask you like, how did Clean Mama start? Like, how did this get started? Yeah, I, well, if I had to like actually think about when Clean Mama started, it was probably when I, um, my husband and I first got married because that was when I started coming up with the actual routine. Now that was in 2000. Um, and the blog did not start till 2009. So there's quite a bit of time in there. And I wasn't like calling myself clean mama (laughs) back in 2000 or 2001 or anything like that. But I was actually trying to figure out how to keep our little one bedroom apartment clean all week long while we were working. I, I just could not, it was crazy to me how two people in this one bedroom apartment could mess it up and like not get it clean. It just didn't seem right. Like I wanted it to be mostly clean most of the time and I would spend Saturdays cleaning. And I just, that really frustrated me because it just did not feel efficient. And and when we were gone most like 10 hours a day, every day, why was it still a mess? That was kind of where I started investigating like there has to be a better way and I actually ended up um, talking quite a bit with my grandma and my mom and just trying to figure out how I um, what they did and 
my grandma was back in the fifties. She had three girls and was a working mom. And so her, uh, and the thing I always grew up watching her do little routines and just little things that she just kind of did without it. It was just odd to me. And but also really fascinating. And so when I talked to her about routines, she was like, well, you just have to have days for everything. Just decide on what day you're going to do this and what day you're going to do that and make that your routine. So I was pl- started playing around with what I could do on different days of the week and how that would work. And that's how the routine started. And when I didn't, when we didn't have any kids, I was much more ambitious <laughs> with what I can do. But as um, we added one, two, and then a third child, and then I went from being a stay-at-home mom to working and traveling before a Clean Mama actually started, that was when I started realizing, okay, I need to tweak this a little bit more and make it more doable because I have babies and I only want to be working minutes a day rather than hours or all day on the weekends. So. I mean, that's basically where, you know, the routine started was just in life and experiencing different seasons, different work schedules, um, going from zero kids to three kids, and just kind of trying to figure out the best possible way to keep the house clean and get it cleaned up quickly and still enjoy um, our family. And I guess I, um, I'm not someone that likes to clean all day. So I'm not someone that's going to be on Instagram sharing, like, here's my clean all day with me routine because I don't clean all day. <laughs> I'm, I, that's not what I do. It's quick, uh, get it done and move on. And by doing a little bit every day, that's how the house stays clean all week long. So well, um, let's dive into, yeah. because I think that everyone's like, okay, Tell me what to do. What like, to do okay, right? tell me what to do. So what is this clean mama routine? Talk yeah, so there's four parts to it. And I always recommend starting and going in order. So the, the first part are the daily tasks. There are five of them. So these are the things that I recommend doing every single day, no matter what, <laughs> if you can. But don't start all at once. So start with, the first one, which is to make your beds or make your bed. I do not make my kids' beds. My Either my husband or myself just pull our covers up and our bed is made and the kids are responsible for their own beds. But that's the first daily task. And it, you know that if you go into your bedroom and your bed is made, the bedroom looks pretty clean. It just changes that whole atmosphere. So you need to start with the five daily tasks. There is make beds, check floors, wipe counters, clutter, and laundry. Those five things you're probably doing on a regular basis or you know you should be doing, it's just actually putting like a pin in it and saying, these are the things I'm going to get done today um, to describe them. So making the beds, we know what that is. Checking the floors, that is looking like, do you need to sweep under the kitchen table because there's crumbs all over? Or um, do you need to do a quick vacuuming by the back door because there's dirt that was brought in? So you're just doing a visual of the floor as what needs to be done. You might need to pull out a broom or a vacuum. You might not. So that's what that means. Um, Wiping the counters is like a kitchen cleanup, essentially, but also it applies to bathrooms. So if you 
if you're able to wipe the counters in your kitchen, that means that you've loaded your dishwasher or washed your dishes and you've cleaned out your sink. So, and then, so those kind of things all wrap into wipe counters. It also means to wipe the counters in the bathroom if you want to. Now, this might be just a quick toothpaste check <laughs> of your kids' bathroom sinks. It could be just giving them a quick wipe a couple times during the week, but just keeping those counters clean makes it so much easier to clean later in the week um, when that day comes up, um, which we'll talk about next. <laughs> um, and then the fourth one is clutter. So dealing with clutter every day is really important because that's where we start to get overwhelmed when it comes to our homes and cleaning. If you are, um, if you're walking into a cluttered home after a day at work, it's feel you're going to feel anxiety. Maybe I mean most people do feel stress when they are confronted with a cluttered home or a cluttered room. So taking care of that clutter on a daily basis is helpful. I usually will set a timer for 10 minutes and either do like a quick pickup, send the kids around and do a quick pickup of their stuff. And I'll also make sure like I've gone through the mail so I don't have a pile of mail on the counter, those sorts of things. That's just a little bit of clutter. If you're dealing with massive amounts of clutter or you're just getting started and the clutter is really overwhelming, I still would recommend the same thing. Set a timer for 10 minutes, work on it. When the timer goes off, put it on pause for the next day and just keep making that as part of your routine and you'll you'll get there. But if you have ever like gone into a room and said, I'm going to declutter this whole entire room and you've dumped everything out and you're going through everything, something's probably going to interrupt you or you're going to lose steam and that cluttered room that you were intending to declutter is now going to feel even worse because you didn't get it done. So I always recommend just small, manageable steps, not a whole lot of clutter and um, to not, a, not a lot of time devoted to dealing with clutter is really helpful. Um, and then the fifth daily task is laundry. I recommend doing one load of laundry a day at least. And the main reason I do that is that that has always been my biggest stress point. <laughs> and it's just because it piles up so easily, but dealing with it every day makes for more manageable loads, not multiple baskets that need to be folded all at once. It's one load comes out of the dryer, you fold it, you put it away. And to me, that is um, just like... I've been told that that is the one thing that seems to be the game changer for people because it is over, like it's universally overwhelming. I guess you could say a lot of people feel overwhelmed from laundry. I have three boys, so I get it. Like <laughs> all the laundry. And we are going to take a quick little break to hear a word from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by startplanner.com your tool for a more organized life. Featured in Forbes, Entrepreneur, and Inc.com, Start Planner was created to meet the demands of today's busy lifestyle, helping you to plan, execute, and organize every aspect of your life in one concise system. Align schedules, to-dos, finances, health, wellness, goal setting, and clear action steps to all work together and drive results. Learn more at startplanner.com. 
multiple outfit changes and sports. Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot. I, d- I do more than one load a day. Um, some days I will do two, but uh, it, I definitely um, make sure that it's done every day. And my older kids do their own laundry. So I will sometimes help them, you know, put it in the washer, put it in the dryer, and then just bring that, those clean clothes in the basket to their room. And then they know to fold it and put away, put it away. That's because we've worked on it. (laughs) Have your kids do their own laundry. Curious. Uh, Okay. So my oldest is 14 and uh, she's a girl. And then my younger two are boys. She's been helping me with laundry since she was probably two in just very little bits, whether it's um, sorting socks and putting those in a separate pile and then putting the socks away, um, sorting shirts, you know, just little things that small children can do. Um, And then she probably took it over when she was like nine, um, which is early. but she's up for it. Now, my middle son is 12. He's almost 13. And he will fold and put his laundry away. But it's only been in like the last two years that he can, a year, probably, if I'm being honest. So like when he was 11, that was when he um, really was able to take it over without a little bit of help, just because he was kind of overwhelmed by it, too. So um, and then my youngest will help me. He's eight, and but he does not. Um, he'll help me put things away, but he doesn't. You know, and he can load the washer for me. He'll put the stuff in, but I'll start it and all of that. Yeah, I'm so we have two boys that are exact same age. So I have an eight year old boy, and then I have oh. a twelve, almost thirteen year old boy. So oh, that's yeah. fun. <laughs> um, but it, but it's interesting that girl. I mean, I I feel like she's being primed to be led. Um, she's probably going to be a leader. I mean, start yeah. early, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, just, I can hear it in your voice. Um, I was the middle of of three boys, so I feel mm. like for me, I was kind of. I, I sense a lot of what your daughter is probably her role is. That was me, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was that you exposed it to her from a, from a very young age. So, and that's something that I've actually had to learn. Um, cause I kind of, for the longest time, didn't make my kids do some things, um, feeling bad for them or just, you know, feeling like, I don't know, they're overwhelmed or I'm, I'm divorced. So I felt, um, you know, that I should just do it. It would be easier, like take mm-hmm. one thing off them. And uh, this last year I've implemented um, when they make their beds and um, you know, they're making their beds and helping with laundry and cleaning up dishes and all this stuff. And it was met with resistance at first. And now it's mm-hmm. actually met with responsibility and it's an expectation. Um, and I realized I was missing the boat um, by not implementing that. So I feel like if any parents, if you're listening and your kids are not doing some things, you're actually doing them disjustice. Mm -hmm. And I can say that from an area because I was doing it and I didn't really even realize it. Um, They need to learn these things. They need to learn how to work together. They need to learn how to uh, get stuff done. And these routines are things that they will learn. Like you learned, like you talked about your mother and your grandparents, you will learn and you will carry forward in your own environment, in your own, you know, their own environment, their own world and and their own daily habits and practices. Because a lot of these things you're talking about in my opinion, these daily tasks, right? They're also routines that we develop in other areas of our life that feed that productivity and feed that um, that mindset and that success-driven path. So kudos to you. Oh, thanks. Well, you know, I, I was a teacher for a long time and I taught art and we uh, 
it was messy. And I had to get kids cleaned up in like five minutes with paint or clay or whatever we were working on at that time. And that really helped me to find just talking points and ways to show kids how to clean up quickly and just sharing the expectation. Now, my kids don't do everything without complaining. They still complain <laughs> about it, but they still have to do those things. I I find that we do better without like a chore chart. It's better as when I need help with something or when my husband needs help with something, we just say, hey, would you unload the dishwasher, please? And then they have to do it. Will you take out the garbage? You know, it's more of like when those things need to be done, because if they were on the chore chart and they just knew they had to get it done at some point during the day, it's still more helpful to start to have them seeing when those things need to be taken care of and taking the initiative to do it themselves because they know they will be asked anyways. So that's kind of where, where I'm at just as like the preteen and teen, um, after doing chore charts and checklists for years, that's we're kind of trying to um, show them to notice when things need to be done and then taking the initiative to do them. So All that's, right, so I don't know. <laughs> about the daily tasks yes. after that. Yeah. So after the daily tasks are the weekly tasks. And those are the tasks that are assigned to a day of the week, which makes it really easy for marking that day in your life um, on your calendar. You're actually saying, okay, what's today? It is Monday or Tuesday. What do I need to do today? So you already know it's Monday. It's bathrooms day. That's the task for today. So just real quick rundown of the days. Monday is bathrooms day. Tuesday is dusting day. Wednesday is vacuuming day. Thursday is floor washing day. Friday is a catch-all day, which means you're catching up on anything you didn't get done. You could use it as, I use it as grocery shopping and meal planning. You might want to do one of the rotating tasks or the monthly focus, which I'll talk about in a little bit. But that Friday, I... I, when I started doing the routine, I set it up so that it would be like my reward. If I got everything done during the week, then Friday would be free. That was kind of how I set it up. Some people use it that way. Most of the time I have something to catch up on Friday. And, um, but you can kind of, um, however you need to like tell yourself <laughs> or to treat that day. It's, it's there for you as a day of grace and a day to, Catch up, get a breather. Um, yeah, I feel like but kitchen's it, the big thing. So where does kitchen fall into that? You said Monday so tasks, yeah, is that kind of done over the daily tasks? The kitchen is every day. So okay. <laughs> there is okay. because of the wipe the counters. If you're wiping the counters, you are also cleaning the sink, um, washing dishes, that sort of thing. And then um, and I have like this very specific kitchen cleaning, like deep cleaning tasks in my rotating tasks. So those are things that are done every month and they change monthly. Some of them like, so wiping the appliance appliances is a monthly job. So you'll see that every single month and the rotating tasks, um, cleaning the oven is not a monthly job, but you'll see it. Um, I think I have that quarterly on the, um, on the rotating tasks, but 
Okay, uh, you are actually like making me think, I wonder if I can handle this myself. <laughs> I'm a very routine person and I think that's with with all of us, right? We get in these like habits and it's rebuilding the habits. And so I'm thinking, gosh, if I could just implement this cuz I do love like clean. I love I love I love the before and the after. I love feeling mm-hmm. like the space is whatever. Um, but I get, feel like I get overwhelmed. So maybe it's just that I haven't broken these things down. Like I'm really good at breaking other things down, but maybe cleaning has been this block in my mind, <laughs> thanks to my mother, uh, that I couldn't kind of uh, do. But a lot of these things I do, that, though, like the daily task. I mean, I do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I always say is most people are doing those things every day or, you know, you should be doing them. So it's um, just actually like saying, hey, I'm going to just be more um conscious of actually getting to these things every single day. And, um, it's the weekly that I don't do that. I'm like, can someone just help me? (laughs) Right. Because, well, and the thing of it is, is that it's great to walk into a home that's been professionally cleaned and a whole entire home is clean. When you walk in, um, that feels amazing. (laughs) But then what happens the next day when, or an hour or an hour later when your children come in the house. (laughs) Right. And then, I mean, it, maybe it's just me, but I'm frustrated because, hey, this house is totally perfectly clean. Everything was clean and now it's a mess. But see, the thing of it is, is if we're living in our home and enjoying the people around us, we are actually like we should be making messes every day. So what the routine does is it shows us how to clean it up as we make those messes instead of saving it when it's when the room or the home is a disaster and then it's like, you know, crazy town and you're, you're mad because everything is such a mess. (laughs) Talk to me about daily, weekly, what's your monthly? Yeah. Well, I will go back because the Saturday task is sheets and towels. So so that's Saturday sheets and towels. Saturday we do sheets and towels. And the reason for that is that I can, ensure that everyone's home on Saturdays so the kids learn how to make their beds from it being like from clean sheet stage so that when they go to college they know how to put a fitted sheet on their dorm room bed that's like my <laughs> my thinking with that um and then you can get help with it so you're not changing all the sheets um I don't sometimes like people say that's a lot of laundry to do in a day especially if you have a larger family which I agree. What I will usually do is I'll wash our sheets um, weekly and then uh, the kids I will rotate. So one week will be my daughters and the next week will be the two boys so that they get washed every other week if, um, if, if you need to kind of break it up a little bit. But it's great for Saturday, start of the new week to, um, for Sunday to have um, clean sheets. And then on Sunday, I don't have a task assigned. It's just the daily tasks. So that makes sense. Um, so then once you have those daily tasks and the weekly tasks moving and they're working in your home, then you're then it's time to start the rotating tasks. And those are those deep cleaning tasks that you know you should be doing, but you probably aren't <laughs> because you don't know when to do them. And so the rotating tasks are something that they're going to be different every single month. For instance, we go through all the light fixtures in the home. So you'll see like on um, like on October, you would be doing the bathroom light fixtures. 
in November, you know, every month has a different kind of task on there. The, um, as you're doing those rotating tasks, you can, I always recommend attaching them to a weekly tasks weekly task. For instance, if it's vacuuming the baseboards, you would do that on Wednesday when it's vacuuming day, because you already have the vacuum cleaner out. You can split it up and do like, if you have a two level home, you can do one level on one Wednesday of the month and the other level on the next Wednesday, or you can go room by room. It's really, it's just seeing that on your list and doing that, that deeper cleaning task. Um, you'll find things like washing rugs, which for us is like bathroom rugs, um, the wiping down appliances, dusting ceilings, cleaning the oven, the fridge and the freezer. So it's all those deeper cleaning tasks that, um, you need to kind of focus on. I have like descriptions for everything on my website, like how to do those things quickly. I, I mean, pretty much anything that I do is going to be a speed cleaning method, like get in, get out, like, <laughs> let's get on with it. Um, just because it's not, you don't need, if you're cleaning your home regularly and daily, weekly, you're not going to find things that are going to take you hours and hours to clean because you are staying on top of those messes. Yeah, okay. Well, I love it. Um, so let's talk about, I'm just curious, like organization, yeah. how does that fit into all that? Like, I think that for me, I'm a very organized person, but I just moved. And yeah. for me, I've got like an endless list of things that I still need to get done and organized. Um, for me, like one of the things is the garage right now. Yeah. How does these things fit in with like, do you try to rotate organizational stuff and with your monthly stuff? Yeah. So, so kind of rotating those things. Yep. So I have the rotating tasks and then the monthly focus. Um, and you can find that in my homekeeping society subscription where they'll be paired together. Um, so like for instance, January is a whole house declutter. And so that's what we declutter in January. Um, February is the kitchen and you're organizing the kitchen. You're working through drawers and cabinets. Um, March is spring cleaning. So we're kind of, we're, we work through the entire house through the year, it's like a, a slow play. And which I think we do, this is what we do in our start planner. We have it broken down. So this is very interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, April is um, the bathrooms. I mean, we just go through every area of the home and then we also do like paperwork and clutter that like paper clutter. Mm -hmm. um, we do home systems, organizing, like just some systems in our homes, but we definitely it's making sure that we go through every single, we touch on every area of the home in some way throughout the year, which is manageable and doable and not overwhelming. And then it's also sustainable because you can actually keep up with it and it just repeats. So the next year, you know, every January we're doing a declutter. <laughs> every February we're doing the kitchen. So you don't have to be like, Oh, when am I going to clean the kitchen? Well, you know, yeah, you could do it anytime you wanted to, but I can also, you know, take you through it too. Right. Right. And uh, I'm assuming I'm a big believer though, also in putting workflows in those things as you're decluttering and as you're organizing um, like papers. So putting systems and workflows so that you can manage it as well. Um, Absolutely. Yep. Anytime so. you do some sort of a organization, 
or you've got to make sure you're not, you don't want to just, if something has never worked, you need to have a different organizing system for it. So when you're actually working on that area, you want to pull those things out and design something that will work better rather than trying to like still put the, you know, square peg in the round hole because it hasn't worked for however long and it's not going to work now. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, I kind of, kind of want to go clean my house up a little bit more right now. <laughs> well, Becky, is there, you know, they can find you on cleanmama.com. They can find you at cleanmama on Instagram, social media. Um, you know, is there anything else that you want to leave, you know, you know, primarily it's women that's listening to this podcast. Is there anything that you want to, to leave as a piece of advice, um, to keep our homes and our lives a little more clean? Yeah. I, I always think that when you think of your home and I always try to imagine myself like later that day or the next day. So if I am overwhelmed by my kitchen, it's messy from dinner and I don't have the motivation to clean it because no one's coming over or, you know, it's, I always think, well, how will I feel the next day? How will I feel tomorrow morning when I wake up and come downstairs? Would I rather come downstairs to a clean kitchen and make my coffee or would I rather come downstairs to a messy kitchen? So that to me, that's my best motivator for getting things done, especially when I don't want to is trying to picture my tomorrow self or my later that day self and what's going to serve me. Now, some days I like, it's fine if it's a mess and I will deal with it tomorrow when I have more energy, but sometimes it just takes a little bit of a mind shift to help me kind of power through some of those things. And then also getting help any way that you can um, and teaching your family members to uh, help out is sometimes takes a little bit longer and it can be a little bit more frustrating, but it's worth it tenfold in the, in the long run as well. Yep, I couldn't agree more. Well, Becky, thank you so much. Um, I love what you're doing. I love what you're about. Uh, um, you know, I think that we have very similar synergies and, um, just thank you for sharing all of this. I'm excited for the listeners to do this. And again, I'm doing the daily task, but I actually might attempt to do this, this weekly monthly thing on my own and see oh, I hope um, you do. <laughs> where I land. Yeah. Uh, with the help of my boys now that I'm, I'm making them help me. So <laughs> awesome. thank you so much for this. And, um, yeah, we will see you guys again next week. Thanks Christy. You can find any links discussed in this podcast in the description below. If you like this episode, please leave us a review and hit the subscribe button. It helps us so much. You can listen on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. We are here weekly with brand new episodes. See you guys soon.